Welcome to Unauthorized Expert. I'm your host for today, Dr. Lewis McGrackle. I am the former head of surgery at St. Judas Hospital and the administrator at the University of West Stratford. Joining me today is Dr. Renee Gordon. She is a former lecturer at John Smith University and is now the hospital administrator at Gail Hayes Hospital. Welcome, Dr. Gordon. Thank you for having me. Yes. Also joining us is Dr. George Robert Steele. It's Steele. Dr. George Robert Steele, Jr., and he is the Dean of Medicine at Pearl University. That is correct. And also with us is Dr. Miranda LaRue, who is the Director of Research at the AAMR, which is the American Academy of Medical Research. Happy to be here. Yes, thank you. All, all three of my guests today are um, renowned, respected scientists and doctors in the medical field. And we're talking about something that's kind of a pressing issue today, which is antibiotic resistance. Um, we know that as we're treating more and more types of virus and bacteria that, you know, there's a developing tolerance to our treatments and we're looking at new and alternative ways to treat infection, um, be it bacterial or viral in human patients. Um, and Dr. Gordon has made some amazing steps with her research on, on new and alternative ways to effectively treat that bacteria. Yeah, so as we all know, bacteria is a living organism and can be harmed just as easily as humans. So we discovered that when you get a cut, you can, and it gets bacteria in it, you can just cut the cut and the bacteria will just die because it can't survive a stabbing. So you're saying that you've been using, you've been using knives to kill bacteria in infected wounds. Yeah, as simple as that, just a little kitchen knife. And has this method of treatment been effective in your trials? Oh yeah, we've seen great results. Um, the bacteria has gone away and been killed. That's truly fascinating. And I understand, uh, Dr. Steele, that you've been looking at cancer treatments at Pearl University using kind of a similar method of treatment. Yes, yes. Um, according to Dr. Gordon, we've been uh, talking recently and uh, when she told me about her cutting method, uh, I told her about my method of um, putting Roundup in the cut. Um, it's a type of bug spray that kills things. For the listeners at home, I want to clarify that you're using pesticides as disinfectants and they're effective. Yes, sir. Dr. LaRue, what are your thoughts on this? From recent research that has been conducted at the AMR, um, we found out that with skin cancer, that if you just step into the sun for about four hours each day at the peak time, so about two o'clock in the afternoon to 6 p.m., it'll just burn the cancer out of your system. And if you put extra oil on, it works better. Yes, so I've tried this method also of cancer treatment, and um, I found that if you don't put on sunscreen, it really enhances the effects and kills the cancer much faster. So what we understand is that if you develop skin cancer or melanoma from a sunburn, what you should do is go back into the sun and burn it again. Yes. And uh, Dr. Gordon, you recently published a, uh, a journal on treating the common cold with cold. Can you tell us a little bit more about your research? Dr. Gordon and I um, teamed up and we both conducted a study where we exposed patients who were um, consumed with the common cold to extreme temperatures, which were freezing. Our patients who were in the study 
um, were sent through a walking industrial freezer. And when they came out, one of them no longer had AIDS. So we consider this um, research that we conducted very successful. Our patient survival rate was 20%, but our virus survival rate was 0%. So I think the results speak for themselves. So my, my question for, for you doctors is, if you successfully treated bacteria and viruses through conventional means as, as you would destroy any other living organism, have you been able to eliminate infections with, um, with uh, additional infections or maybe blunt force trauma? So there was a saying that I grew up with and it was, you fight fire with fire. And that's just really what sparked this idea. And so I decided with one of our patients who had breast cancer that we gave her more breast cancer. Did, so my question is, did, and, and for, the, for our listeners that haven't read your research notes on this in your journals, was the breast cancer able to successfully kill the breast cancer? Yes, that's correct. And it did not metastasize anywhere else. They were healthier than they had been in their teenage years. When I was at the University of West Stratford, um, we used uh, we used sonic impulsion to treat infections, and we noticed that if we essentially treated the area of infection with a very loud noise in excess of 110 to 120 dBs, it it would scare the infection out of the body. So a loud noise like like a like a gunshot or a man yelling Aah! would this would cause this would cause the infection to to physically leave the body, it would jump out and look for a more stable host. In addition to that, the gunshot, sometimes after being inspired by your research, Dr. Gordon, we would shoot the wound with bullets to kill the bacteria. And so sometimes our, our, our patients would come in having, you know, deep gashes on their legs, maybe from crawling through barbed wire or being mauled by a dog. And we'd bring in police servicemen and officers and they just, they just unload on the leg. They'd pop a few rounds into the leg and just shoot the bacteria to death. And the bacteria is, after that, the infection's gone. We still have to treat the wound, you know, with suturing or, or with staples. But the infection is, is effectively killed, not only by the, by the sound of the blast frightening it into, into another location, but the bullets actually just melting them away. Yes, that was a very smart decision. What sparked this idea? Well, it, it started when I was reading Dr. Gordon's research, and we saw... Um, at our university in our research department how how well the the infections responded to being cut with knives um, and we just wanted to see if if that was because you know there are so many control factors that can vary maybe the knives the, the silver had some sort of antibacterial um, attribute to them or maybe the lab we just wanted to try it for ourselves and we wanted to use other means of conventional murder against the bacteria so that we could, you know, replicate the same elimination of those of those bacterial cells and, and infections in our patients, and we found it extremely successful. Have you ever thought of drowning out the bacteria in water? That's a great idea. Um, we know that Dr. Steele and, and Dr. Gordon talked about treating hypothermia with additional cold. So you could probably resuscitate a, a drowning patient by putting them back into water because then the water in their lungs would flow back out into the water around them, as long as they were fully submerged. And here's what else we discovered. If you use, if you use an X-Acto knife or a scalpel to cut gills in the side of your neck, the water passes through the gills, but the oxygen still goes into your lungs. And we've, we have made humans that can breathe underwater. 
We noticed that we were having a difficult time reducing the pink eye cycle, and basically our patients were just having to kind of wait it out until the body flushed out the infection. We decided to treat it acidically and discovered that fresh squeezed lemon juice into the, into the exposed eye was a great way to reduce the pink eye infection. Yes, we found that lemon juice works great for pink eye, but we also found that bleach works um, wonders. So if you have a, even in like just a cut in your hand, if the stabbing doesn't work, if like it won't, if the bacteria doesn't die from being cut, we just pour some bleach on it and maybe like drink some to flush it out, just to flush out the infection and get all the bad out of you. Although we're not dentists, we found that if you use a Clorox wipe to wipe out your cavity infected area, it'll get rid of the cavity altogether if you keep doing it like daily and make sure you're doing like three rounds a day. Um, replacing your mouthwash with bleach or any other household cleaning supply tends to work best. I, I noticed when I was when I was in your office, Doctor Doctor Larue was kind enough to give me a, a tour of the AMR and um, and of her office, and I noticed that you had a lot of drain cleaner and bleach and Windex in your office. Um, and uh, at the time, you mentioned that it was that it was for treatment, and I I didn't understand. But now, so what you're doing is essentially your patients are ingesting those chemicals. Yes. These are some truly fascinating discoveries from all three of you. To close, I, I just want to ask both of you, as we're seeing um, antibiotic resistance growing and then maybe adopting these new solutions that you've been experimenting with, um, where do you see medicine going in the future? And what does the future of, of treatment look like? Based off these results that we've gotten from these experiments, I see there's gonna be a lot more guns and knives in hospitals all around, probably worldwide, honestly. Well, we look forward to seeing how um, quality of life improves in hospitals and, and university medical centers and medical research facilities such as yours, Dr. LaRue, in the future. And we look forward to seeing the, these brave um, advancements that you have pioneered with your research um, come into fruition as regular medical practice. And hopefully that sees a lot of people um, enjoying prolonged life and better quality of life. Thank you for joining us on Unauthorized Expert. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you.